This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. Before we hit the road, let me welcome my traveling partners, Jay White. Hello, Jay White. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He's here. He's a he's a one man band back there, so he it is. takes him a little second. Kamel King. Oh, you checked up real quick. No, I was I was expecting you to get in the door and take your coat off or something. Oh you no! She kicked in the door. Right, Straight the door opened. She's like, "How are you? That? How are you doing right now? Exactly. Like, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the car and right. come back in and start over. Right. <laughs> Kamel King. Chello. Visit Mississippi. Chello. He is here. We are here. We is Mississippi here. is in the house. <laughs> we are here. And of course, you already know what we're going to do today. We're going to travel the state. We're heading to Clarksdale for the 13th annual Clarksdale Film and Music Festival happening Friday, January 27th through Sunday, January 29th with Roger Stoll, Commander in Chief for the Cathead Delta Blues and Folk Art before heading to Jackson to check out Mississippi Tradition Exhibits Artist Demonstration Day happening Saturday, January 21st from 1 until 3 p.m., with Maria Zanug. She's going to have to pronounce that for me when she comes on. Mm-hmm. And she's the Mississippi Arts Commission Folk and Traditional Art Arts Director and the featured artist, Alan Colondi. And I'll have to get that one right as Come well. Come on now. Plus, we'll also let you know what's happening in your neck of the woods. But first, what's been going on, Kamel? Everything and Everything nothing. in seven days? Oh, Yes. Yes, <laughs> but this was a, a great week, I'll tell you, uh, and had a, had a chance to have a country music trail meeting on Tuesday in Philadelphia at the newly opened Ellis Theater, uh, which is phase one of Marty Stewart's Congress of Country Music, which is uh, going to be ground zero for country music in Mississippi and the world. Okay. Uh, uh, it is a uh, going to be... I believe in about a, the next year it'll be fully open. Right now, phase one is the remodeled Ellis Theater, and it's beautiful. Right. They have a full season of performers uh, coming through. It is already booked up. Wow. Totally sold out. Uh, they already are booking. Yeah. Well, I think they may have some some something <laughs> to keep trying, but but they're close <laughs> to it. I mean, but the entire season uh, is booked with artists. Season two is all uh, uh, is already starting to be booked with Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, top starting it off. Wow. What? Here and, uh, in the States? Oh, man. It is great. You got to see it. It is such a beautiful theater. Marty Stewart is uh, just such a man of music. Uh, uh, he's a walking encyclopedia. He's a walking icon. So he was in attendance. Marty Gambling. Uh, so many other people uh, in the commission, Craig Ray, myself, Tempers Babcock, uh, 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 Stuart Rockoff from Humanities, mm-hmm. uh, just on and on. It's just such a diverse, wonderful committee and commission of people uh, to proliferate the message that, you know, country music also started in Mississippi of and course. we are still strong. So, yeah, it was a great meeting. I implore you guys to go to Philadelphia, attend one of those shows if you can get tickets. If Man, go them. see it. it is, <laughs> call Kamel if you have a, a hard time getting those <laughs> Don't tickets. call me because I can't, I can't move no needles over there. Okay. <laughs> so this, this Ellis Theater has just been built. Well, it it is actually remodeled. It's a renovate. It's okay. it's a renovate. But I mean, uh, 
it is is spectacular. I believe uh, you've got to see it. I mean, everything. I mean, even the painting on the wall just are stenciled, hand stenciled. Uh, Marty Stewart is also a consummate photographer, so his photos are all throughout it. I mean, and the entire Congress of Country Music is a collection of memorabilia and artifacts that he has personally collected. Right. It's all his own collection. Right. So you thought talking about ten to thirty million dollars worth of stuff over wow. years, uh, uh, from Patsy Cline's boots mm-hmm. when she passed, mm-hmm. you know, on up to uh, Jimmy Rogers' guitar. Like you, you talking about things that you can get, you can't get your hands yeah. on. So yeah. it's it's awesome, and we passed uh, the applications for Billy Ray Reynolds, Bobby Jean Emmons, and Bobby Wood, three uh, uh, country music icons that we're going to memorialize some some markers for them. So That's good stuff. It's going down. We want to know down. about all of that. When it goes down, tell us. I will, and I always will, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what's been going you on with he, you? He listed all those guests and, and did not separately mention Marty Stewart's hair, which is it's, it's own guest. It's, it's impeccable. Guess. It's impeccable. Yes. It's the best. It is the best. Yes. You know him when you see him. Yes. By his hair. And you ne- and you never see him like in a jogging suit. You know what I'm right. saying? Like oh, you no, don't no, ever no, see no, him no, in no, like no, 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 golf no, no, no. shorts or anything. He is always dressed in character. Cool as a cucumber. Denny, Dude, he's always got some full length like duster going on. I was going to say, amazing. and there's a scarf that comes with it. Yes. Too, Almost definitely. It? Yeah. That's Almost what I definitely. thought. That's what I thought. I mean, but he's he's the the uh, the the son of Johnny Cash. He came out, you know, yeah. with Johnny Cash when he was not even a teenager. He was on the road. So I mean, this guy has, um, you know, he is what he is. Cool stuff. Cool yeah. stuff. I'm Make blessed. Sure. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Y'all look out there for those marker dedications and, yes. and call Kamel if you have a hard time getting into the LS theater. <laughs> call MPB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Don't call us. <laughs> we can't get in. No. Uh, we want to go ahead and get into our first stop of the day. We're going to Clarksdale for the 13th annual Clarksdale Film and Music Festival happening Friday, January 27th through Sunday the 29th. And in with us to tell us more is the, I know you see me, right? Down there, the commander in chief for Cathead Delta Blues and Folk, Roger Stoll. Roger, welcome to Next Stop, Mississippi. Hey, thanks so much. And I need to get coffee wherever you guys are getting coffee. <laughs> Roger, <laughs> come on now. You always <laughs> turned to <laughs> Roger. Fantastic, love it. Yes, we, we're like this naturally. Did you drink coffee, Kamel? No. <laughs> No. Oh, well, that's scary. Yeah, Roger, we wake up, we wake up like this. <laughs> well, I'm just so glad you're on to tell us more um, about the 13th annual Clarksdale and Film Festival. Mark, uh, Roger, tell me a little bit more about your history with the 13th annual, um, with the Clarksdale Film Festival, festival oh, in sure. general. Yeah. Absolutely. So we run it through our nonprofit, the Clarksdale Downtown Development Association which is the same nonprofit that does the really, really big festival in April. It'll be April 15th this year, mm-hmm. June Festival. Um, this is our smaller one we do. And the concept behind it 13 years ago when we decided to do it, and I should say when I presented the idea of a film festival to the board, nobody on the board knew what a film festival was. <laughs> like, what? You know, but, you know, you go to bigger cities, you got film festivals. Yeah, so uh, yeah. why not Clarksdale? So the concept really was another way to sort of bring business and tourism and interest to Clarksdale, Mississippi, to the old downtown in really the slow time period of the year, you know, mm-hmm. late January. So it's always the last weekend of the month. 
and it is Movies, Music, and Mississippi. We specialize in blues or roots music documentaries or Mississippi-connected films, mm-hmm. you know, either films here or starring Mississippi people or made by Mississippi people. And uh, we have we just have had a, a killer lineup through the years, really. It's been amazing, and all the special guests and everything as well that we've had. We always have special guests. And the element that we sort of had from the beginning but didn't really talk about, so we added it to the name about midway through, is the music. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, music is what we are really known for here. So it is officially the Clarksdale Film and Music Festival. And each day, well, the Friday and Saturday any, anyway, between the films and before the feature film in the early evening, we have a sort of a lobby reception with live blues. And then Sunday afternoon, it's just music. So yeah. just three uh, great performances in a row. So uh, we kick off this, uh, let's see, this next Friday, you know, a week from today, the 27th, at 3 p.m., um, and then it goes through, like I say, Sunday afternoon, and it is super cheap. Can I say a price on the air? I don't really know. I, I can't, but you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell anybody you gave me permission. Right. Uh, Nobody knows. So it's it, is, it is super cheap. It is $5 a day or $10 gets you all three days. Okay. So wow. Have, well, we have tremendous sponsors. We have the Mississippi Film Office this year. Uh, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary. So we're really excited to have Nina and Carrie in for that and for their support. Of course, Visit Clarksdale Tourism always supports this, which is fantastic. Clarksdale Public Utilities and the city of Clarksdale. And that allows us to do things really cheaply and make sure that, uh, you know, the musicians get paid and the venue gets taken care of and all these things. So uh, we try to put on a real quality event. Um, yeah, in our historic small downtown. Right. Now, Roger, you said this was a small event. I'm looking at the lineup mm-hmm. that starts at 3 p.m. Not small. <laughs> Not small. <laughs> <laughs> if this is small, I want to come to the big one. But, I mean, literally the lineup is, is stacked full, and we can go through a few of them starting at 3 p.m. that Friday. Tell me a little bit about the national anthem by Clarksdale's Will Goss. How important sure, is okay. Will to this? Well, so Will is a local filmmaker. Uh, he doesn't live here anymore, um, but he's, he's from here, still visits here, oftentimes films here. And so through the years, we have shown his features and film shorts. Uh, we do have a couple, uh, like, localized filmmakers we try to involve every year if they have something new. Coop Cooper is another one we've had through the years. He just didn't have anything new this year. Mm-hmm. He lives here in Clarksdale. Um, the 415 uh, is... We have three Mississippi music videos, yeah. so basically, uh, you know, music videos for blues performers, uh, that kind of thing, uh, that Tim Hardiman, who's actually from Nashville, did. But Tim has done a lot of work in Clarksdale, filmed a lot in Clarksdale. And in fact, for those who may have seen uh, some of the videos that the Black Keys had for their Grammy-nominated release last year, Tim filmed those, and there was some Clarksdale footage in there, even though they didn't actually come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he had it because he filmed so much here. So uh, his stuff's real cool. We always try to include things if we can. He also, Tim also did, for Visit Clarksdale during the pandemic for our tourism office, did the videos basically showing, look, we're open. People are being careful and masking and things at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're open for business. So he has a connection here. Uh, then at 4.30 on Friday, January 27th at the Clarksdale Film and Music Festival, uh, Helena, Arkansas, which, you know, that's a sister city. It's just across the Mississippi River from us. And Nolan Dean, who does a lot of things in Clarksdale, uh, has a couple of his uh, newest documentaries to show. 
as well. So we're excited about that. Of course, any of these films, all the details, everything is at ClarksdaleFilmFestival.com. And yeah. folks can get the entire lineup there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, Friday, well, we have added in, actually, just this week, uh, there will be a real quick little two-and-a-half-minute movie trailer for, we'll show this next year, an upcoming James Super Chicken Johnson documentary. My man. Very about <laughs> you, you know that man. What? <laughs> Who doesn't know chicken? Man, I love Super Chicken. God, dog. That's an American icon right there. Really? Yes, yes. Now, uh, listeners, you, you guys may, you know, uh, hear the absence of the southern twang in Roger. So, Roger, why don't... <laughs> you going to make him do it? I... No. <laughs> Well, Roger, why don't you tell, uh, you know, I'm very familiar with your past and, and uh, you know, where you come from and, and your investments in Clarksdale and uh, Mississippi at large. But why don't you tell the listeners about you? How did you end up uh, where you are? And then just your vision, uh, amongst others, to see the assets in Clarksdale and bringing that kind of together to make all these things happen. Absolutely. So uh, this is my 21st year I've just started in Clarksdale. I visited for about six and a half before that out of St. Louis, but I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, Mm. went to college in Cincinnati. So as I like to say, I'm from southern Ohio, just, you know, to get that in there for (laughs) y'all. But uh, no, I've been here uh, uh, nearly 21 years now, and I didn't move here just to open my Cathead Blues store or just to... uh, you know, get to go out and enjoy the 365 nights a year of live blues that mm-hmm. we now have. You did. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, back then we didn't have it. You know, it was one or two nights a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I moved here with a mission, and the mission was and still is to help organize and promote the blues from within. Mm-hmm. All the parts were here, the blues infrastructure, the people, places, and things, but it just was, we'll say, very sleepy and tired at that point. Mm-hmm. And just not organized, honestly. So my whole thing was, well, I'm not a musician, but I know how to play my position. And that is... That's a (laughs) t-shirt. Okay. (laughs) You know, try to pull that together and make it something then you could promote. Because back then, if we did the kind of promotions we're doing now, the marketing and advertising and things, it would have been untrue. People would have come here and been disappointed. There wouldn't have been good places to stay. Uh, A lot of the restaurants would have been closed. There wouldn't have been music every night. Um, so we had to sort of build that first, and now we have it. 365 Live Blues in Clarksdale, even Christmas night we had something. Uh, and then also we had last year, I believe, 13 festivals in town total. Some mm. which are very small. Um, but a couple years in, let's see, in 2004, Bubba O'Keefe, who is now our tourism director. Bubba! Back then, was, mm-hmm. you know, back then he was just a fan of his own town, you know, just born and raised here, loved Clarksdale, mm-hmm. really wanted to see it make a comeback. And we came up with this crazy concept, the Juke Joint Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's coming up on its 20th anniversary this April. Uh, but that was one of the first things we really tried to do to sort of showcase what we have, but also try to show, in a way, what we're trying to do. You know, and you look at Juke Joint Festival or this festival, you know, we try to really involve locals, um, really put a spotlight on us. You know, the, for the film festival, for example, we could just be, you know, looking for applications. Anybody who's got a new movie, mm-hmm. the ones we can get, we'll get. And that would be cool. Don't get me wrong. Somebody else can do that. I'll go to that festival. <laughs> uh, but this, you know, this really is about showcasing the here, the Mississippi, mm-hmm. the Clarksdale, the blues and roots type music that we're, you know, we're known for in this region. And so, you know, you look at uh, 
you know, Friday again, next Friday, the 27th at the film festival. And we have, you know, Anthony Big A. Sherrod, born and raised here, you know, one of the best bluesmen around, period, based in Clarksdale still, playing the lobby reception at 5 p.m. Then at 6.15, we have Bob Muggy coming in, you know, famous. If people Google him, he's a famous film director right. for mu- music films primarily. Mm-hmm. He's done tons of them. And for my money, the greatest he did, and it's part of what led me here uh, for the first visit, is a film called Deep Blues. And he filmed that in 1990. It came out in 91 to the Little Art Theaters. And, in fact, I saw it in a theater called the Little Art Theater in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And and it's crazy, you know, to see basically this road trip through north Mississippi. And it's like, wait, there are still these guys there? You know, um, that was 91. Well, in 96, maybe, 7, I found myself in Junior Kimbrough's juke joint. Now, it's not the one that's in the movie. He had moved. But to be sitting there and be like, wow, you know, half a decade after I saw this, I'm sitting here with R.L. Burnside and Junior Kimbrough. And um, those were the kind of moments, those sort of Alan Lomax moments, those walking into a history book moment uh, that really just made me want to drop. You know, I was in advertising back then. I had a real job. And, uh, you know, wanted to drop that and somehow get involved as a non-musician and try to use my interest and skills, uh, you know, and build a community that wanted to work on this. And that's the beauty. You know, back 20 years ago, you know, certainly on two hands, almost one hand, you could count sort of the people, here in Clarksdale anyway, mm-hmm. who really were willing to put time and money and resources into things like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, this music and these festivals and, uh, you know, clubs like Ground Zero Blues Club and things like that. Right. Um, but today, you know, I don't have enough hands or feet or fingers. You know, we have a lot of people working at it from a lot of different angles. And that's the beauty of it. So, you know, we, I feel like we're really a, a strong community when it comes to creative projects, you know, music, art, movies, et cetera, as well as uh, sort of preserving and sort of, well, I'm going to say promoting. Not all the history is positive, of course, but uh, promoting the history here as well. And I just think that's important. You know, people can come here, stay at a cool place now, interesting place, eat at a great restaurant, go see Live Blues. And then really, if they want to dive into the history, we have several angles that they can take to do it, one of which is a festival like this, the Film and Music Festival. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And, Roger, your your passion for Clarksdale and the blues is unmatched, literally unmatched. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes down to Clarksdale, you are Clarksdale, Roger, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though you're from Ohio. <laughs> he didn't do the country accent, Camille. <laughs> Actually, I would like you to take an, att- an attempt at it, Roger, but it may not be good for your rep. So I'm just going to leave yeah, that alone. Don't, don't do it, Roger. Don't do it. I'm known to I set can... a lot of people up for failure on this show, Roger. So. Me included. <laughs> I, I can fail on my own. I don't need any help. <laughs> but the, the, the wild thing is about this film festival, music and film festival, is you just gave us Friday night. So, of course, Saturday is coming, and I'm just going to, you know, go over a few of them. Um, Blues Divas with director Robert Muggy. That's going to be Saturday. Um, they're also doing Bonnie Blue James Cotton Film with guests. That's Saturday. Harmonica Bean with director oh, Ted yeah. Reed. That's also on Saturday. Um, Paradise Highway, Morgan Freeman Thriller. Tell me about that. Filmed in Clarksdale, presented by Mississippi Film Office. That's going to be Saturday. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so a year and a half ago now, I guess, for about a month, 
the film crew was here with Morgan Freeman and Juliette Binoche, the French actress. Yeah. I kept waiting for her to come by my store. She never did. So, you know, I don't know. My <laughs> reputation apparently is not that great. Uh, but uh, it was cool because Morgan, of course, has always been a great supporter of the Delta and of Clarksdale, um, co-owner of Brown Zero Blues Club. But he's never actually made a real feature film here. So it was really great to have Morgan Freeman, Juliet Binoche, a guy whose name I can never remember, but apparently people know who he is as well. <laughs> um, you know, the stars here in Clarksdale, they filmed. I had to drive a block around it because it was blocked off down a second street of the house because there was a harrowing scene in a basement there. And all the basements here are pretty harrowing, so it's probably perfect as a set. Uh, but then they also filmed behind my store, more or less, over there at the Den. That's cool. Down by the parking lot near Grand Zero Blues Club. So it's cool because in the film, mm-hmm. you can recognize Clarksdale. You know? mm-hmm. So you've got this great new thriller. Uh, that's being presented by the Mississippi Film Office as part of their 50th anniversary. And you can see Clarksdale all through it. And that's it Saturday, the 28th, so a week from this Saturday, at 6.15 at the Clarksdale Film and Music Festival. Right. And then Sunday, January 29th, like you were saying, the lineup is music, live blues by Libby Ray Watson, live blues by Miss Australia, Honeybee Jones, and also by Sean Bad Apple. That's me. I'm, I'm going to name myself yeah. a Bad Apple. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. And they are all fantastic. I am particularly a fan of Miss Australia Jones. Hmm. You think Australia? It's like she's from Australia? Well, no, she's an 80-year-old guitar-playing blues woman mm. from Florida, Mississippi. She is the older sister that taught her younger brother, Paul Wine Jones, recording artist no longer with us, to play guitar back when they were kids. And she had basically disappeared for decades up north, had a, operated like a heavy, some kind of heavy machinery up there. Yeah. Um, but really mm. took care of herself, so she looks like she's like 50, and she's 80. Go on. Um, but mm-hmm. she is a just, Super cool lady. She's down around Yazoo City right now. She's trying very hard to move up to Clarksdale just so she can play music more often. So right. we're going to get her whenever we can. Of course, Libby Ray Watson is a, a super favorite of Clarksdale. She's sort of a uh, considered an honorary Clarksdalian, even though she's from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And then Sean Bad Apple owns the Bad Apple Blues Club over on Issaquina Avenue downtown next to the New Roxy. And he uh, he does a particularly cool uh, one-man band version of the North Mississippi Hill Country Blues style. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun on Sunday the 29th. And I should point out, all of these events, so we don't have a proper theater here in Clarksdale. So somebody here, somebody move here, open a theater, please, and we'll use it. Uh, but what we do <clears throat> is a pop-up theater each year. And so the new venue for this year is the new Shared Experiences Headquarters Building across from the Carnegie Public Library downtown. And Colleen Byers, who is best known for her live from Clarksdale live stream. Colleen. The pandemic. Yeah. <clears throat> she is, uh, that's her headquarters now. And she's essentially, she's got the front part of the building, but there's a large back part that the owner is letting us use. And we're uh, putting up a theater back there for the, for the event. And then we'll do the music in the lobby. So um, it should be really cool. It's a really cool old building. When I moved here, 21 years ago, it was Atmos Energy, the gas company. But I've seen archival footage, and it was actually a Chrysler dealership back in the day, way back in the day. So it's got all kinds of history. I mean, who knows how old that building is? Yeah, I love that. I love that, Roger. Now, can you tell my listeners where they can go to get more information about all of this? Absolutely. So just jump online. Go to ClarksdaleFilmFestival.com. Um, also, if uh, folks are old school, and some of us are, mm-hmm. uh, you can feel free to call me uh, any day at my store, my Cathead store, 
662-624-5992 during normal business hours, and I'm happy to answer questions. One of the questions people will have is, what about tickets? Well, again, super cheap, $5 a day, 10 bucks for the whole weekend, and you can buy them right at the door. There are no pre-sales for this event. You can buy them right at the door. Uh, Friday, uh, ticket sales will start at 2.30, I believe, uh, 10.30 a.m. on Saturday the 28th. And, of course, Sunday, uh, you, know, you can get in there probably about 12.30. The music starts at 1. And I know, Roger, you won't say it, but I'll make sure that I say it for you. Uh, while you're there for the festival, make sure you go by Roger's store, Cathead. It is a jewel of a store. You will find music, all types of different memorabilia, different things to take home, gifts. Uh, it is one of the most eclectic stores you can go to in your entire life. It's an experience. So make sure you go by Cathead and see Roger uh, uh in living color. Right. He's the guy with the cool specs and a full head of great hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hair is not quite Marty Stewart hair, but right. know, it, stand, right. it stands out. It, it stands, stands out. out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, thank you so much for letting us know more about the 13th annual Clarksdale Film and Music Festival. Hey, well, thank you guys. I appreciate what you do helping us promote this stuff, but just overall, fantastic show. Right. Thank Thanks, you Roger. again, Roger. Now, if you want more information, of course, you can go to our events calendar, but we're having a lot of fun here. Mm-hmm. I'm with, of course, my favorite traveling partners in the world. I wouldn't want to hit the road with just anybody, but Jay White and Kamel King. Swerve. 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 <laughs> we can swerve on the road. <laughs> So right now we're going to get into a little bit what's happening around your neck of the woods. Corinth Comic Con 2023 is coming up (laughs) Saturday, January 21st at the Crossroads Arena in Corinth, Mississippi. I did say that right. It's not Corinth. Corinth. It's Corinth, ma'am. Oh, I knew it. You made me Delbert. It's (laughs) Corinth, (laughs) ma'am. I knew I was going to do it. Corinth. That's okay. I, I get Kasuth or Kasuth. I, I, you could say it. Because I was going to say Cor- and then Corinth. And I have a, a, a decade old battle with how you say career? Uh, career? Like career page? Uh, no, it's, it's it's an unincorporated area in Pro River County. Oh. <laughs> the arch rival of Picayune. <laughs> For Poplarville. Do you not know that, that area? Are you Central about? Do you the, not the know that city? About. You don't know that city? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it, you can, as many different people as you ask how to say that, they'll give you a different pronunciation. Kevin's like, oh, it's Carrie, of course. Okay, Jay, say this one again, one more time. Which one? The one you just did? Yeah. Which one again? Corinth. It's Corinth. Corinth. Yeah. Okay. Cor. You got to be Southern about it. Corinth Comic Con 2023 is happening. You You know how we say stuff down here. Corinth. We scrunch it all together. Corinth. And then put like some high mids, some like nasalish. Corinth. 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 Say it like that. Corinth. It'll fall into place. If I did my mouth like you just did. Corinth. Corinth. (laughs) Well, they're. Gosh. Corinth. They're having. Brain cells are dying. I know it. By the thousands. Join join them for the third annual Corinth Comic Con. (laughs) There will be more vendor special guests, video game tournaments, and free play area than ever. There will be live wrestling. 
panels. <laughs> I wonder who's wrestling. Um, cosplay mm. contest and a whole lot more. There's something for the whole family. They are featuring the voice of Courage, the cowardly dog. I've seen him. His name is Marty Grabstein. Um, and there's so much more. Don't forget to hang around after the vendor hall closes Saturday evening for some live wrestling. And that's going to be presented by EPW Wrestling. 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 Like Wrestling. Corinth. Again, this is the Corinth Comic Con 2023, Saturday, January 21st in Corinth, Mississippi. For more information, (laughs) mpbonline.org and click the community tab. Kamal, you have a What's Happening event to present. I do. Coming Sunday, January 22nd, 1.30 to 5.30 p.m. at the Mississippi Coliseum is the Monster Truck Nitro Tour. Yes. Tour. Tour. Yes. Witness the thunder when Jackson, Mississippi will be the motorsports entertainment epicenter with the nation's most competitive monster trucks. Coming to the Coliseum Saturday, January oh, 22nd, like that. That's good. 1.30 to 5.30 p.m. Get the your lo- tickets online. <laughs> the, the local venue voiceover at right, the end. Exactly. <laughs> That's the person who's just who's putting the commercial together. Right, right. <laughs> that was great, Kamel. You set me up for that. I one. did. I saw it and I was like, oh, he has to good. read this. Because that's how they all sound, too. They uh, do. Monster trucks. And then Night the person truck. at the end is like, can't you take it to music land down at the mall? <laughs> music land down yeah. at the mall. Get your, get your tickets at Your tickets at music land down at the mall <laughs> on the frontage road. All right. The old frontage road by the airport. Kamel is now our resident monster truck voice. So there if I is. see a monster truck event online. Kamel will be reading that for us, the copy. There you go. We're going to be the epicenter. I don't know if you guys are ready for that. Mm -hmm. Planned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Planned around being the epicenter. Millions of people that will rush our city. Yeah. Our fair city. For the monster trucks. And the monster truck voice. (laughs) I don't do it as good. You You ever worry about how they do a monster truck event on top of a dormant volcano? I don't know. But that's, that's that's adding a lot of ingredients together, isn't it? That it is. is but that is. Who thinks I mean, about I, I that know, volcano when they're at the monster? I know, I know it's dormant, <laughs> but uh, let's yes. not try to wake it up yes. with uh, a grave digger and Bigfoot and oh, I, I didn't whatever think about the, the, the vibrations the that could start a, a volcano too. Oh, look, my, my look, my pop took me down to the Mississippi Coliseum when I was like five. Yeah, for the, the big monster truck rally. And the first time one of them things revved up, like, now granted, this is like 1986 Mississippi Coliseum. Mm-hmm. This is like seven renovations ago, and it still looked like a big circus tent. Yeah. And, uh, like, flakes started coming down from the ceiling. I assume this is like insulation that mm. was just falling out. Of this. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yes. Uh, that sounds like an asbestos lawsuit right <laughs> yes, there. Sir. Yes, See me that, after the show. 1986. That's where show. I was going with it. It was 86. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, Dad, I don't know. That's how, this is not part of the average. No, the monster truck voice guy didn't say anything about flaking roof yeah. coming down on you. <laughs> and those things are loud. They sure are. They are really loud. I think. They sell. That's probably why. The, the earmuffs. Mm-hmm. The roof flaked. They sell yeah, the earmuffs. Yeah. They you have to, especially if you've got little kids. Yeah. yeah. And the Mississippi Coliseum is not the huge, the biggest indoor venue. It's a smaller 
as far as arena size goes. So doing yeah. a monster truck show inside of there, it's even less space than maybe like a, the FedEx Forum or yeah. the Smoothie King Center in yeah. New Orleans, yeah. the FedEx Forum in Memphis, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So it's a smaller space. So you can really fill those trucks. Yeah, and it's loud. You can feel in those In fact, trucks. it's interesting because like they, you know, you, they have a, the Coliseum was built in part to be with, you know, the rodeo and the, yeah. the Dick's National Rodeo and Fairgrounds yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So there's a chute built into the side of the arena. You don't do that really much anymore. I mean, right. they, they have space for that, but it's not necessarily built in as a feature into the side of a building anymore. Uh, but uh, the, the, the Coliseum is such tight quarters for something like this, the floor space, that they actually clear out the livestock shoot uh-huh. for them to get their running start to go up into the building. It's, it's funny. <laughs> That's adorable. Wow. Yeah. That's adorable. The tangible and then, knowledge and then you have on you so see, many things. Once, I mean, once you see, because like the ones you see on TV Both are like y'all. in the L.A. Coliseum. It's a huge venue. Mm-hmm. These, like these guys clear the line one time and mm-hmm. they hit the ground and they got to slam on the brake. Yeah. To not hit the back end of the building. Yeah. And it's that's some skill those guys have to pull off right there. Of course, they're only promoting the crushing of all the cars, but those guys are working once right. they land. Yeah. And right. It's funny to watch. Right. The tangible knowledge y'all both know together is what does it for me every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> every Friday, y'all give me something that. I just means the meds kicked in. That's all. <laughs> Every Friday. Okay, look, we're going to move into this next one. The IFPA Women's Championship. Do you know what this is? This is a pinball championship match. Oh, snap. For pinball, pinball. players. Uh-oh, look out now. Pinball. When's the last time you've played a pinball machine? From a- Soho down to Brighton, I must have played them all. Really? No. Just, I knew he just was Just a gonna- lyric from Pinball Wizard. That's that all was, I got. That was smooth, though. <laughs> And, uh, again, the tangible knowledge that you have on so many different things, Jay, is astounding. Hey, when I grew up in South Jackson, they used to have a Chicago Cubs pinball machine at the Apple Ridge Lands. And that's yeah. the only one I'd see, ever play. You see what I'm saying? Well, this is a professional. <laughs> yeah, he you knows it all. <laughs> that is a slice of knowledge. Just like how you know uh, pickleball and cornhole, Kamel. I didn't know what pickleball really was. <laughs> you remember you exposed me. But who's that. who's a who's <laughs> okay. a state-ranked player now? No, not really. <laughs> right. <laughs> for In what? In his division. Oh, for the pinball machine? Pickleball. Oh, for pickleball. You're yeah. talking about Kamel is. Bill King. I guess. And these knees. He's so silly. Okay, the IFPA Women's <laughs> Championship Bells and Chimes Club. This is a pinball club for women. They're going to be having their championship game this coming Sunday, 8 p.m. until 12 a.m., Monday morning, um, right there in Flowood. The top 16 or 8, depending on players in the state, will compete for the title of the Mississippi Women's Champion. So there is a pool prize. There's a, you know, you're going to get some money when you come out of here. Doors will open at 1 p.m. with the tournament starting at 2 p.m. Best of seven matches, single elimination bracket, um, and the bronze match will be the best of three matches. So, Man, let me tell you something. You know there's going to be some talent there when it's a sport that doesn't have to be split by, uh, by uh, sex. Yeah. But it is anyway. Right. Mm. It's going to be talent. Ain't no guys here. Yeah, there's going to be talent no in that building. Sp- ain't no reason really to split women and men in pinball machines, but uh, <laughs> ain't no men allowed in this one. I think it's because of hand size. This is going to be. Perhaps. I'm not going the flippers? there. I'm not going there. For... <laughs> so now it gets, Perhaps. it comes all the way down to skill Perhaps. for hands. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> 
Okay, but last, what's happening around your neck of the woods? Guess who's coming? The Visionaries is they're having a Visionaries event at the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, <clears throat> featuring Angie Thomas and Rita B. Oh, wow. All right. That'll be happening um, Thursday, January 26th, next Thursday, 6.30 p.m. until 8.30 p.m. at the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. They're kicking off the year with a dynamic conversation between the both of them, author Angie Thomas and comedian and creator Rita Brent. Um, The evening will be inspirational, entertaining, and empowering, and you don't want to miss it. So make sure you get out there. Absolutely. Yes. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jermaine Flood in with Jay White and Kamel King and in with us now to tell us more about the Mississippi Traditions Exhibits Artist Demonstration Day happening at Willie Morris Library Saturday, January 21st from 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. is Maria Zarang. She's the Mississippi Arts Commission Folk and Traditional Arts Director. And the featured artist who's on the line with us right now is Alan Kalodney. I did that right, didn't I? Yes, you did great. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Maria, for coming on and getting my pronunciations together. Oh, yeah. No problem. It happens a lot. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to get it from her before she gets on. That's right. Because you will butcher a name on air. I will. Easily. I will. And I'll keep doing it over and over. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, it's a Louisiana name. So in Mississippi, people, you know, it's not that common. Yeah. 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 I love it. Maria, tell me, and we've got Alan on the line, but I'm going to start with you right now. Tell me a little bit about yourself um, and your work with this event. Yeah, well, um, I work at the Mississippi Arts Commission, so like you said, I manage our folk and traditional arts program, and part of my job is to put uh, on public programs uh, around the state of Mississippi to educate the public about all these great traditional art forms uh, that we have. You know, we have so many great makers in this state, and I get funding from the Arts Commission and the National Endowment for the Arts to put on educational programs like this, so I'm kind of like the facilitator um, I got all the artists together. You know, they do all the work. I just kind of put it together and connect with the libraries to make this happen. So, yeah, I'm kind of like the facilitator. But the artists really have to, they have to take all the credit. So I'll just mention, uh, if I can do that right yeah, now, no. the five artists that we have. Uh, Janice Mitchell, she's a quilter. She's from Clarksdale. We have Shorday Thomas. She's a fife oh, player. Oh, Yeah, is going to be there. Um, she's from Sardis. Yeah. She's, um, you know, she's... She's the leader of the Rising Stars Fife and Drum Band that her grandfather, Arthur Turner, right. founded. Um, and then we have um, Paul Gore. He is a sign painter from Clinton. He's the son of noted artist Sam Gore, and he does hand-lettered signs. There's not too many artists in Mississippi who do that, you know, that technique of, you know, doing hand-lettering. And then uh, we have Alan, who's on the line. He's a tatter and jewelry maker, and I'll let Alan talk about that. And But first, I just want to mention, we have a fifth artist, Vishnoy. He was a sitar player from Clinton, Mississippi. He was a cherished part of the program. He did a great performance when we had this event in Clinton. And uh, he passed away a few months mm-hmm. ago. So this event and the the rest of the exhibit is in honor of his memory. Of his memory. Yeah. And I wow. bet you he was probably a great artist. I hadn't seen him, but the sitar is a cool oh, yeah. instrument. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. really great guy, passionate musician, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll be missed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. What a cool job you have. Like, yeah. I mean, how does it feel to be sitting next to somebody and they're like, yeah, what do you do? And we're like, oh, yeah, I'm in marketing. And be like, oh, yeah, I'm the folk and traditional arts director. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, yeah, you know, when I tell people what I do, it's always a positive reaction. You know, people think it's pretty cool. I do think that I'm pretty lucky. Um, you know, most states in the U.S. have, you know, someone like me. There's only about 60 or 70 of us in the U.S., mm. so mm-hmm. it's a really neat job, and, you know, I feel lucky to be able to do stuff like this. Right. I get to hang out with artists all day, so it's fun. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Tell them where it's going to be and what time. Yeah, so uh, it's 1 to 3 p.m. on Saturday, so that's tomorrow, January 21st. It's at the Willie Morris Public Library, and that's at... 4912 Old Canton Road. So that's kind of on Old Canton behind like Kroger and a Whole Foods, mm-hmm, that area. Mm-hmm. Um, from 1 to 145, we're going to have an amazing performance with Sade and her band, the Rising Source Fife and Drum Band. Um, she does a great job of mixing song and storytelling. Before each song, she's been telling stories, you know, to kind of introduce the song, to talk about her grandfather's legacy. They've toured all around the world, so she has some great stories. So that'll be that first that first hour. And then from 145 to 3, we're going to have Alan Kalodny, Janice Mitchell, and Paul Gore. Paul's going to be live painting a sign for the library, mm. uh, for the children's room in the library, so we're excited about that. Alan will be uh, showing his jewelry that he makes, his uh, tatted lace and wire. He, he does some awesome stuff. Let's put Let, him let's, on, let's Alan. Talk to Alan. Alan, yeah. come on and tell us what we can look forward to from you at this event. Alan, you with us? Well, yeah, I'm here. Yes, I am. Well, basically, I'll just be there demonstrating. Uh, for most people that don't know, tanning is an old way of making lace. Uh, Unfortunately, it's more of a dying art today because it's so time-intensive. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but hundreds and hundreds of tiny little knots. Mm, right. Um, and I started doing that a number of years ago, but uh, the interesting part about that is, though, is I had somebody in the Mystery Craftsman's Guild challenge me to figure out how to do it in wire. Nobody, nobody else we know of anywhere in the world does it in wire, at least on a regular basis. And I've had people call me from all over the world trying to find out how I do it without messing up my fingers. Mm. But my wife wow. made me promise not to tell anyone until I write a book. <laughs> I know that's right. So, uh, that's a good wife. So I do it in very, very fine gold and silver wire, and uh, that kind of led me into making other kinds of jewelry. Once you start working with wire, it just kind of progressed. Right. And I'll be demonstrating all the different techniques. I, I love using old, old techniques. You know, I used to do things like Viking knit, which is goes back to the time of the Vikings. It's a it's a beautiful kind of uh, wire wire work that uh, even though it's a chain, if you cut it, it doesn't doesn't come apart. Right. And uh, just a lot of other old techniques that I'll be able be able to present and show. How long have you been been, been making these techniques? Um, you know, fine tuning your technique. How long have you been doing this? Oh, let's see about. 11, 12 years. Okay, okay. All right, Alan. I'm How did you get that. into it, Alan? Well, I have a friend. That, well, as a kid, I learned my grandmother tried to teach my mother how to crochet, and it was a waste of time. So she <laughs> taught me instead. And I, <laughs> That's where it began. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just love doing crafts and stuff. I, I, I can't sit and sit without having something to do with my hands. Right, so, right, uh, right. I have a friend that wanted to learn how to tat. And she said, Alan, 
you can do anything. You learn and teach me. Well, I learned and taught her, and I just kept going. Yeah. Uh, I, ta- I taught her how to do it, and then I ended up making, she has a dear sweet lady has a dollhouse from Father Beto when she was a little girl. And over the years, she's added to it. She's probably in her 70s now. If I got that wrong, she could mad at me. Um, <laughs> Nobody's listening. It, no, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Just it's state. got electric lights. It's got carpeting. And now it has a little padded rudder for the table, a little tiny, tiny, tiny little padded doilies for, for the end tables and stuff. So, uh, you know, when you look at it, you wouldn't even know it wasn't a real home. I've taken a picture of people like, whose house is this? No, wow. this is actually a dollhouse. Yeah, that's cool. I bet you have a very strong handshake. (laughs) He's got to work with him. Yeah, he's got to work with his hands a lot. Yeah. He's got to work with his hands. Well, I have to tell you, there's a a reason I have good hands is because, uh, is that okay to tell tell this, Maria? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) For years, I was joyful the clown. Mm. In Jackson. Wow. What was it? Say the name again. Balloon animals. Alan, say the name of the clown again. Joyful the Clown. Joy, I think I may have mm-hmm. known that clown. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. I did it for like 25 years. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, balloon animals, you know, I used to the state fair, doing balloon animals and all other kind of events. Yeah. So, uh, got good hands. <laughs> yeah. Look at that, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he does have hands. A celebrity on top of a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so cool, Alan. I can't wait till everybody can get out there and see what you you've created and you've crafted and just taken all of your work. So we thank you so much for coming on and letting us know yeah. about what it is you do and how long you've been doing it as well. Alan, you still with you. Yeah, thank you. I'm still here. My no, pleasure. you're fine. You're fine. I bet you people around here I'm laughing and be like, wait a minute, laugh again. <laughs> That's I it. I know that laugh, That's guy. It. That's <laughs> it. Maria, tell our listeners one more time about where they can get more information about the event and just all about it. And of course, you know you can go to our events calendar, but, but let them know. Yeah, sure. So our Facebook and Instagram pages have all of the event information, you know, the artists, the address, the times, our schedule. Our handles are just Mississippi Folk Life. It's very easy. Mississippi Folk Life on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, And you can also call the Arts Commission. Uh, We're at uh, 601-359-6030. And visit our website, arts.ms.gov, for more information. But we'll be, um, all of our information we mostly send out through Facebook and Instagram. So we've been posting every day this week about it. So, uh, yeah, catch us online. I will say Alan is our hometown artist for uh, this month. This is our fourth stop for this event. We've been kind of a traveling band. And we have four hometowns. Uh, we started out in Clinton. That's the hometown of uh, Paul and Vish. And then we moved to Sardis, Shore Day's hometown. Then Clarksdale, where Janice is from. And now we're in uh, Allen's uh, hometown. So nice. uh, we're excited. This is our final nice. stop. I've been really enjoying working with them. And I just want to tell everyone... Please come out. You know, we designed it so you can kind of come and go. If you don't have time for the full two hours, we encourage you to spend as much time as you can. But if you just want to pop by uh, on Saturday at the Willie Morris Library, please join us. All of these artists have so many interesting stories. 
They're very talented. They're very warm and nice to talk to. Uh, so you're in for a real treat. Make sure you do that. Again, that's the Mississippi Tradition Exhibits Artist Demonstration Day happening at Willie Morris Library tomorrow, January 21st, 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. And I want to thank you again, Maria and Alan, for joining us today. The Alan thank Fan you. Club needs to get out there since yes. it's going to be in his hometown. Yes. Well, we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for traveling with us and thank today's guests. Roger Stoll, Maria Zerang. I know I just chopped it up, Maria. Alan Kalodney for joining us. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org and click the community tab for Mississippi events. If you have an event you'd like to share, upload it directly to the calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio for Kamel King. Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.